Morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is the 19th day of February, 2021. It's a Friday. Happy day, Big J. Yeah. Happy day. Uh, it's going to be a snowy one again, everybody, so please is it? drive carefully. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be anywhere from two to four additional inches today coming our way, I according that was to the to reports. Overnight. It kind of was, but then they pushed it into this morning. Uh, I feel like this is reminiscent of when we had Snowmageddon, and we were, have to, we were supposed to have that second big storm, right? and it never happened. Yeah, well, I mean, Snowmageddon, a little bit different, because that was just unrelenting for three solid weeks. But, uh, yeah, who knows how much it's really going to get. I do know that it's slick out there. I saw three slide-offs on the way into work, so be careful, drive slow, drive carefully. Uh, the uh, There's not a ton of snow out there but right now, but it's enough to make things weird if you drive rurally. So be careful today, I guess, is the point. Welcome to Friday. My name is Nick. That's Big J over there. We got a life lesson planned for you today, a chance for you to win some bogus basin passes. Do you mind if I start the show off with a hot take, or do you have something oh, you want please, to say? Oh, please, no, of course not. So uh, as, as, Nick takes as somebody that is, uh, you know, single and has nothing going on right now uh, the opportunity to uh waste your day in front of the tv is something that i could do and so one thing i decided to do yesterday uh, i don't know why i don't know what what motivated me to do it yesterday but i am i wanted to get ready for the uh, the snyder cut that comes out next month uh-huh. and so i decided i was going to do a triple feature because it had been years since i had seen the three movies leading up to or the oh, two God, movies leading up to just that I saw. Uh, I watched Man of Steel. I watched oh, Batman vs Superman, and I watched Justice League all yesterday. And uh, here comes the hot take because I had I had never seen the Ultimate Edition of Batman vs Superman. Oh, it made a huge difference, huh? Uh, well, it's it's three hours as opposed to the normal two hours that the first movie was. And uh, I'm telling you right now, uh, listen. I'll go on the record. I'll say it again. The Martha thing is absolutely inexcusable. Okay. So I'm not dumb. trying to defend it in any way, shape, or form, but I will say this. It's so much better than I thought it was. So much better. I, I'm not, I don't expect you to. You're right. Uh, it's is a hot take. A hot garbage take. It's, it was really... Like, I mean, the three-hour version, obviously, uh, it, it had a lot more stuff than the original movie did, and it really did help push the narrative of the film. And it's... Uh, Batman versus Superman is way better than I thought it was. Way better than I thought it was. And I mean, I liked it uh, coming out. And again, I know that I also like Justice League more than uh, a lot of people did. Uh, but it, what, it, what, what, and watching the Justice League after the three-hour version of the uh, Batman versus Superman made the Justice League kind of stick out a little bit more to me of the issues it had. For instance, um, man, the special effects in that particular movie are, are just god-awful. Uh, and so hopefully the Snyder Cut can fix it. But, you know, the Snyder Cut's four and a half hours long. You understand? And the Justice League comes in at a lean 142. So, I mean, they're adding a ton of stuff to this Justice League movie. And it got me excited how much I enjoyed Batman vs. Superman over how much I'm going to like uh, Justice League. If they can patch up the special effects stuff. Because I feel like there's so much... Like, you know, you could tell they cut out a bunch of stuff to get to whatever they wanted to get to with Justice League. And so it'll be interesting. Either way, I'm, my point is, uh, the movies were way better than I thought they were. Uh, Man of Steel was great to watch again. And Batman vs. Superman, the Ultimate Edition, which is available on HBO Max, 
and uh, is the only one that you can watch, is something that I actually kind of highly recommend. Ooh. I know. I know, but I I, I sat there yesterday person. and I wa- I was like, damn man, this is this is a lot better than I remember. We need to give you some projects. And I think it, it gave me an opportunity to revisit a movie because you also forget how long it's been. I mean, when's the last time you watched it? Well, there's a reason it's been so long since right. I haven't watched it. Me too. I didn't want to watch it again. Me too. I had no interest in revisiting these things, but I was like, you know what? I probably should. And when I did, I was like, all right. So that's my hot take. They're a lot better than I remembered. I'll put it that way. And having some distance from them and having some, you know, ability to look back on it maybe helped. And also the ton of extra footage probably also helped as well. So there's the hot take. Uh, You're not going to get a whole lot more of those as you head into uh, the uh, show today. That's for sure. Uh, But we also play music on this show. Music like Stone Temple Pilots. It's Interstate Love Song here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Yesterday, the Boise School Board voted unanimously to approve a plan to return all students to the classroom for full-time in-person learning next month they're going to do a phased welcome back kind of thing board made the special decision during a special meeting yesterday afternoon and they heard recommendations on four different options for returning school five days a week ultimately the board voted to go with the second option which uh, kindergarten through sixth grade students as well as k through 12 special education students will return for full-time in-person learning starting on march 9th Secondary students, uh, that is 7th through 12th grade, will return to full-time classroom on March 29th. So that is what the Boise School Board voted to do. So if you are sitting around in Boise, now you know when the kids are expected to go back to in-person schooling for you. So there's that. Lakers LeBron James and Kevin Durant will be the Western and Eastern Conference captains for the All-Star Game in the NBA next month. They have gotten the most votes in balloting for the game. Other starters for the West include uh, Nikola Jokic for uh, Denver, Kawhi Leonard for the Clippers, Steph Curry for Golden State, and Luka Donick for the Dallas Mavericks. In the East, you've got Giannis from Milwaukee, Joel Embiid from Philadelphia, Bradley Beal from Washington, and Kyrie Irvin from Brooklyn. Fans voted counted for 50%, players voted counted for 25%, and then votes from the media came for 25% as well. So now the rest of the way... Uh, it's kind of like pick and playground teams. LeBron and Kevin Durant will select their, you know, bench, if you will, in like a fantasy draft style coming up. Right. That's how they've made the NBA All-Star game work. So that's what's next. The starters are chosen this way, and then the rest are kind of handpicked by the captains, as it were. Game shows are hot right now, specifically game show remakes on large networks, and ABC has decided to do their own thing. They have tapped Zoe Deschanel and Michael Bolton to co-host a reboot of the dating game on ABC. But Michael Bolton, with a little bit of a twist, the celebrity dating game is what they're calling it. Uh-oh. It's described as a wry wink at modern dating, and the non-famous suitors will have the opportunity to guess the secret identity of celebrity contestants based on clues, questions, and, of course, songs by Michael Bolton. And if they get it right, then they may win a date with that particular celebrity, as it were. That sounds pretty fun. Sure, I guess. I mean, uh, if that's uh, if you like that kind of stuff, tune on in. It is uh, headed to the 
slate of ABC shows in early 2022 is the plan. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Big J's Life Lesson on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, Nick, so uh, watching the news here and seeing uh, the, the way things have unfolded in Texas and the unfortunateness that's going on there uh, with the weather and uh, and just the, the craziness that, you know, the average temperature in Texas during winter is between 50 and 75 degrees. So clearly the infrastructure there wasn't prepared for the kind of chill and cold that, that came with that um, entire uh, cold front that, that came through, I mean, all through the middle part of the United States. I mean, my hometown, Miles City, Montana, was negative 25 degrees for a few days, Nick. I mean, that's... It's cold. That's freaking cold, man. And so, um, you, you know, watching that happen and, and the unfortunate vitriol that everybody wants to, you know, take shots at people in Texas while they're suffering is is dumb and ludicrous and you should ignore and not be a part of any of those things. Uh, but it begs the question, are you prepared for a similar circumstances to uh, to happen in your own home? And Finally, the prepper life lesson. Yeah, no, we, that's kind of what this is about a little bit, Nick. And here's the thing, is that prepping is a lifestyle. Like, you have to, if you want to be off the grid and be able to have access to your own power in an emergency situation uh, for an extended period of time, uh, food and water and all those so, so that's a lifestyle that you have to be willing to take part in and you have to be willing to sacrifice other things uh, in, in your life it's kind of like being a farmer or even a rancher it's just something you have to do and live on a daily basis and I quite frankly I'm not prepared in, in wanting to do that and uh, neither are a lot of other people. That's why there, there's so few of them who are prepared to do such a thing. Um, this is very difficult to do. So uh, there are some things you can do to be prepared. If you have warning that a storm is coming, obviously. Uh, here's a couple things that I found uh, that I did not realize. But if, if, we're, if we were told, hey, you're going to get hit with a storm, it's going to be negative chill factor. There's a possibility then you could lose power because, you know, lines are going to snap, those sort of things. We don't usually get that cold here, but it could happen. Uh, one of the tips is keep your thermostat as high as possible for as long as you have electricity. So that makes sense. You keep the house really warm in case it goes out, then it takes a while to uh, come down. You stay inside. Don't travel in emergencies. Keep pipes from freezing by turning on every water faucet to a slow drip. Yep, the drip warning. Uh, yep, wear dry or waterproof clothes. So getting dry suits and those sort of things, uh, those are expensive items, but at the same time, in an emergency, could really save your rear end. That would be nice to have. Not something you have to commit an entire lifestyle to, to hmm. do. It's true. There are, there are, uh, everything has extremes in which you can take it to. But I've never met somebody that's kind of a prepper. Do you know what I no, mean? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm not saying there's any halfway. You either are all in or you're not. That I'm saying it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you can, you know, I mean, you can buy a generator. Yes. Uh, but you also need to understand that that generator runs on fuel, which then you, you have to make sure you have enough for a certain period of days. Those sort of things are, are things to think about. I've been thinking about getting a generator for a little bit now, but... I mean, you know, how often have, would I have had to use it in those last couple years? Not very many times at all, really. Right, right. So those are the things to consider. Um, here's the other uh, thing. I feel like it would be nice to be able to help the folks there in Texas. And uh, there are some uh, things that you can do uh, to, to do that. The number one thing I tell people when they ask, how can I help, is to contact the Red Cross. 
they're the first and foremost go-to for any emergency uh, in any place here in, um, in in the world, but mostly the United States. So the Red Cross is your best bet. They can get the funds and the items uh, they that they need. Water is a real problem uh, there, and there are certain things. If you just look up how to help Texas, there are certain places that can help provide water. And you know, many companies are bottling up water when they would be, be usually be bottling beer, Nick, to send out yes, and bet. to help those people. So those are some important aspects. But you know, being slightly prepared is an important thing because uh, you know you don't want to be part of the problem when these emergencies strike and being the helpless stranded person that emergency services have to come help because that only puts a continued strain on the situation. So try to think a little bit about being prepared, but you don't have to be a prepper in order to go through some of these steps and, and um, you know, take some things, take some responsibility for yourself in these situations. There's your life lesson courtesy of Big J on the way. Some important stuff along with we're going to hell. Hold on. Important stuff brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. Yesterday, nerds of the world rejoiced because NASA's Perseverance rover safely landed on Mars. Ground controllers cheered. It was confirmed that it had successfully touched down. Perseverance, of course, launched last July was brought down in an area called the Jezero Crater, where it will be for the next two years to collect rock samples that will eventually be retrieved by another rover and brought home on another rocket ship with the goal of that having happened as early as 2031. Now, the idea of having this thing on there is to get a better look of the terrain. Uh, that helicopter that we talked about is going to be out there taking some pictures and also get some samples that p- could provide an answer to whether or not life ever, ever existed on Mars. In either large form or small form, Big J. Gotcha. And so uh, we will see how it all works out. But it was a pretty big day for science. First time that's happened where they've been able to land it successfully and have something that's been able to have an unmanned mission for two years on there. And they're going to check it out, Big J. We'll see what we find. What does the Big J gut say? Are they going to find <clears throat> life on Mars or was a thing or not? Probably was something, maybe. Yeah, I think so, too. In like some, some small molecular way. Amoeba, an amoeba. Yes, an amoeba. The Philadelphia Eagles have reportedly agreed to trade quarterback Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts. They basically get nothing in return, according to media reports, like a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick. Excuse me, a second-round pick in the 20s. He was the number two overall pick, and they get a couple of late-round picks for him. Wentz just completed, of course, the worst season of his five-year career. That led him to be benched over 12 games or after 12 games in favor of Jalen Hurts. The Eagles chose Wentz with the number two overall pick back in 2016. In 2017, he was an MVP candidate, leading Philly to an 11-2 record before ending his season with a knee injury. That's when Nick Foles took over, of course, and the Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl. So, we shall see. I mean, if you're the Colts, you don't give up a whole lot to get Carson Wentz. You have, obviously, a hole that you want to fill with Phillip Rivers retiring. But, also, I mean, that's a lot of cap room that's going to suck up. So, we'll see. How it all works out. And for Philly, I I don't know. I mean, I guess you want to go into the Jalen Hurts era. Or you could draft a quarterback, I suppose, if you want to this this year. Or you could bring in uh, a vet. Could do that, too. There's going to be lots of quarterbacks available. So we'll see what ends up happening. Of course, nothing official until next month sometime. 
If you are a uh, DC comic fan, J.J. Abrams is ready to produce a brand new series on John Constantine for HBO Max. They are not giving any details on the character, but obviously it's going to be different than the one that aired on NBC and obviously not have any relation to the Keanu Reeves film that happened back in 2005 either. But this is the third go-around for John Constantine. Wow. We'll see if it ends up working this time around. It'll be happening on HBO Max next year. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to Vero Beach, Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. And it's a story about loneliness. I know you're happily married, but in your life, have you ever been lonely? Sure. It's not fun, right? No, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it can make you do some, I don't know, uh, interesting things. But uh, I think we've all felt a little bit of loneliness in our lives, but... You ever been lonely enough, Big J, to just go into a Walmart parking lot and start having your way with yourself? Sure. You have. All right. Well, then you're going to really relate <clears throat> with our story today. I mean, it wasn't a Walmart parking lot. Dare I ask? Sportsman's Warehouse. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. A man who was spotted pleasuring himself inside of his Kia at a Walmart parking lot in Florida yesterday told police he did so because he was, quote, lonely. Because his girlfriend was in Colorado, according to the arrest report. Police were summoned to the Walmart by a woman who reported that a man was parked next to her and was, you know, treating himself. uh, Not like you want somebody to see you treating himself in the middle of a Walmart parking lot. And he had his driver's side window open. And so, upon arriving at the parking lot, cops saw the Kia with the out-of-state plates and asked the driver to exit the vehicle. And that's when it was pretty clear what he was doing, Big J, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, he initially denied having any kind of action with himself in the parking lot. He claimed that he was at the retailer because he was a food shopper. and that a his, food shopper. His business is like <laughs> Uber Eats, where he buys food and delivers it to customers. Oh, man. And then during further questioning, he uh, reportedly admitted that he was lying to police. Because he wasn't actually there to do any of that stuff. He was there because he was lonely and his girlfriend was out of town. And so he decided that this would be the way that he would curb that loneliness, I suppose. Uh, he did not know. Time. He, he, his other excuse was he did not know that people could see him, despite the fact that his window was rolled down. You know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and he was very much exposed. So he was arrested for indecent exposure, disorderly conduct, both misdemeanors. Uh, he was released on a $1,000 bond, and so the police took this opportunity to remind you that they're sure, being lonely is tough, but don't get that lonely and don't think that your loneliness will be cured if you spend some intimate time with yourself in a Walmart parking lot. That's not how that's going to work. It's probably not going to go the way you want it to go. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, <clears throat> it's not a viable excuse. There is no excuse for that, I suppose. No, not really. Uh, as long as we're Except making for being things a creep. perfectly clear. And even that, not a really good excuse. It's a reason, not an excuse. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. <laughs> Allison Chains got me wrong here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And I suppose it's probably important that we all recognize we live in a world where pretty much anything is going to make somebody upset. But it is still surprising to me what really does 
tick people off these days. And this is a situation I don't find myself in uh, ever. Some of it is because I, I don't have an iPhone. But the other part of it is it's just not my style. And I don't know how where you sit in this world. I know you do some Zoom stuff. But is there anybody like in your contact list on the regular that you do any kind of video call with? Like you, you know, FaceTime or video call the kids or anything like that? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Is it a lot? Uh, well, I, I, I'm only there for certain periods because it happens with a wife a lot. Okay. Because so they have, all, they, all of them have an iPhone. So they FaceTime each other a yeah. bunch. Uh, and you are only along for the ride from time to time. Yes. When the wife is talking to the kids and you're like, say hi to your kids. Yeah. And she'll throw the phone in your face. I'll just like, oh, I can call them on the phone. I do that. But you rarely video call on your own, I guess, right? Every now and then through Snapchat. Okay. We will, but... Uh, mostly with the kids or anybody else? Yeah, the kids. Okay. Uh, one thing that apparently is making people very upset, especially over the last couple of months, is people that only video call. Now, do you find video calls annoying? You don't like to do them? Or is it just a, an inconvenience? No, I don't have a problem with it at all. Okay. But it's not at a high rate either. It's not to an, uh, the point of annoyance with you. Right. Do you, like, are there times where the kids will video call you and you're like, I'm just not, I'm not doing that right now. And you won't answer? Um, I mean, I, I'm not, no. So you'll pick up always. Sure. A video call. Even if you don't know when it's come. Unless I'm busy. Unless <laughs> you're in a parking lot somewhere? Well, yeah, or driving. Gotcha. You can't well, video course, call when you're of driving. Course. Of course. You shouldn't be calling, period, when you're driving. In these oh. days. Uh, but free stuff, so more often than not, and maybe with more people that have FaceTime, but apparently uh, FaceTime calls are happening a lot more often during the pandemic than they have in people's past. And uh, it's making people upset that people are video calling without letting you know first. Uh, apparently, there's some sort of, I guess I can see it, video call anxiety that goes along with FaceTiming or video calling somebody. Meaning, you know, th there's a certain amount of, I guess... Uh, accessibility that you have to be comfortable with in order to video call somebody like if you're just waking up or you're you know you got your your house clothes on or whatever and you don't want to you know talk to your boss via video call i can understand being a little bit of uh at least some hesitation involved there in picking up but uh apparently they want everybody to know that it's probably a good idea unless you're very very close with this person to call first text first or say hey is it cool if i video call first to give people a little bit of a warning that you're going to be video calling. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose I could understand that etiquette where, you know, you, somebody could be up to something or, hey, do you have a second so I can actually, you know, see you and talk to you and that kind of thing. But I, I honestly have never, outside of a Zoom call, I don't think I've ever used the video function on my phone to call somebody ever in any way, which is, I guess, yeah. weird, right? Is it? Well, I don't think it's weird. I just think you don't have a lot of people who, who you would do that with. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could do it. I mean, I have, everybody I know has got a smartphone, so that technology is available to it. But, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, and here's the problem. You're an Android user. Yeah. So you have multiple different platforms in which to do that on. Yeah. Whereas, more often than not, iPhone, you're just going to be doing FaceTime. The only equivalent so. to that that I have done has been Marco Polo. Are you familiar with yeah, that? Yeah, there's Marco Polo. There's Duo. 
Yeah. Um, and so that's so. something that I messed around with when I when I wanted to talk to like my son or something like that, and we video chatted. But that's like also not necessarily an immediate back and forth. There's a little bit of delay, and you can do it whenever you want to do it. Also. Yeah. Well, I mean, Facebook also has that option in Messenger now. Right. Um, so there are pl- there there's so many that it's hard to land on one that it's somebody's going to use. Uh, so I guess the etiquette would cross all those lines. If you are a video call person, let the other person that you want to talk to know that it's going to happen a little bit in advance so they can have some sort of preparedness because I didn't know, but I guess it can certainly be something that can make somebody anxious and I guess we don't want to do that, right? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to call, so make sure you don't have any clothes on. Well, I think it's the opposite. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J on the way. Some important stuff as well as your pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Now, you might not expect this, but apparently a person who is dreaming can also answer your questions, Big J. What? A new study finds that uh, they can, according to Northwestern University... They found out that those who are in dreaming are in the deepest stage of sleep, you know, better known as REM sleep. And they found that those people in this state can actually, quote, engage in real-time communication and that they're capable of comprehending questions, engaging in many working memory operations, and producing answers. Their experiment showed it was possible for those lucid dreaming to follow instructions, do some simple math, answer yes or no questions, and tell the difference between different sensory stimuli. It's hoped that the methods that were used in this particular study could be used to help people in various ways, uh, such as solving problems during sleep that maybe they couldn't figure out when they're awake or coming up with different ways to help and cope with those that have some sort of really bad nightmares or night terrors. This could be a good way to help out with that. So there's some hope. I like this. Or, Big J, is it like the old nightmare on Elm Street? The Dream Police. Look out. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. And so you better watch out as well. These powers could be used for good or evil. I don't know if I want anybody asking me questions while I'm sleeping. That creeps me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not going to be. You're not conscious enough to, I think, remember what the answers are or what the questions are being asked, right? Is it like some sort of like lie detector thing where it's like a truth serum? I mean, what, what, what kind of dream might somebody be in? I mean, that would be... No. I don't think they can tell what dreams you're having. They can just tell that you're in the dream state. I mean, what if I'm running from dinosaurs? <laughs> All maybe. my answers are going to be, like, revolving around that, right? Yeah, maybe that's the idea. Is Maybe they can help you not have crazy running hey, from dinosaur hide? dreams anymore. We're going to hide. I mean, they played you your whole life. Maybe it's time to get rid of those dinosaur dreams. LeBron James became the third player in the NBA history with 35,000 points last night, reaching the mark during the first half of his career. Big J, can you name the other two players in the NBA ahead of him? Uh, Points history? In points history, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's number one. Carl Malone. Yeah, number two. Good job. There you go. Uh, I actually saw the... I saw a post about it earlier. Uh, James is 36 years old. Of course, he's the youngest of them to reach 35,000 points. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it at 38. Karl Malone did it at 39. So he is on pace. Here's the thing. He's also number five on the assists list. Yeah, he's a good basketball player. It's just in. And uh, he is a hell of an offensive production basketball player as well. as has been playing for a long time. Don't forget he started 
at 18. Uh, these these guys were all college players before they with Abdul Jabbar playing four years before going to the NBA. Big J, never ever forget that money talks. You understand? Okay. And it certainly is talking to Donald Glover these days. Uh, as a matter of fact, he decided to say thanks to no thanks to Disney's FX. He had an eight-figure deal set up with, uh, or a seven-figure deal set up with them uh, to do uh, some programming with them because he, that's where his show Atlanta is on currently. But he is leaving for Amazon because they have offered him an eight-figure deal to do some creative stuff, including uh, the just-announced series that he is going to star in with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that they are going to put together. Of course, both of them were in the uh, Star Wars Han Solo movie before together, and they're going to work together again on this particular movie, and now he has decided to take his development deal over to Amazon. So probably what happened is Amazon bought him out of his Disney contract and then gave him a bunch more money to do a bunch of stuff with them. So... Must be nice to be Donald Glover, I guess, yeah. is the story at the end of the day. People are battling for his services and paying him a lot of money for it. Excited about the Mr. and Mrs. Smith reboot? No, not really. How come? I mean, I, I think I watched the movie once. The Brad Pitt and yeah. Jolene and Jolie one? Did you watch any of the other incarnations of it before that? Oh, no. There oh. were other incarnations. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it is not an original no. idea to reboot that story at all. Uh, but do you like Donald Glover? Yeah. Do you like Phoebe Waller-Bridge? I mean, I guess. You don't have you don't hold enough of an opinion. I mean, you're excited about her and the James Bond stuff, right? Sure. So I guess but it I'm depends. But I'm more excited about James Bond, so right. I, she's got nothing to do with it. Well, she did write the movie, so it's a pretty big whatever adventure well, he I has. haven't seen the movie yet, I know, so we'll see I'm, how that goes. But, I mean, you have yet to find a movie that you haven't liked with James Bond, correct? Well, I don't know. Moonraker was pretty damn stupid. Moonraker was pretty stupid, but... I'm just saying, in the Daniel Craig universe, you're pretty happy right. with yes, what they've that's put correct. out so far. So yeah, I'm super stoked. I can't wait to watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Amazon Prime. Jesus. Well, I'm just trying to tell you that you may like her more than you already th- than you think you do, is all I'm trying to say. I'm trying to familiarize you with people you may actually enjoy. I'll be stuck to the TV. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's your important stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Here you will have a chance to win yourself a pass, a single pass, up to Bogus Basin and get qualified for a season pass, which you can use the rest of this season and then all of next season. That's going to be pretty awesome. You just got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. You're going to have to know something about pop culture in order to claim this particular prize and hope that while you're on the phone, Big J gets a question wrong. Today's uh, side of pop culture will begin with a uh, multiple choice question for the listeners. Big J, you are on your own today. You got it? Um, aren't I always? Uh, well, I mean, sometimes I give you multiple choices. Oh, Hello, the okay. actor. Good, man. What's your name? Josh. All right, Josh, you're up first. Here's your question, Josh. Competitors hear what sound when they misspell a word in the final rounds at the Scripps National Spelling Bee? I will give you multiple choices. Do they hear a buzzer? Do they hear a bell, or is a judge just saying incorrect? Uh, uh, I'm going to say they just say they miss it. They say oh, they it's a bell. Huh? It's a bell. It it's is a bell. a bell. Right. It is 100% a bell. That is right. Big J, what television network shares its name with old movie theaters where shows cost five cents? Um... 
AMC? AMC, American Movie Classics. Wrong. No, no, no. What are five cent pieces called? Toupees? Huh? Five cent pieces? Nickels. Okay. Nickelback. That's a band. Wrong. Nickel Movies. Not a Nickelodeon. Right. You got there. You got there. You got there. Man, I mean, uh, we kicked off this thing Monday on a high, and then it just went downhill. See? You corrected everything. You made sure. Well, I mean, I did the, the answer was kind of in the question. I was hoping you put it sure. together, but you rattled out an AMC for some reason. Josh? Uh, I was thinking classic movies. Congratulations. You got yourself all set up, and you're good to go with that bogus basin pass coming your way, and you're qualified to win that season pass as well. I was well. thinking like Leonard Moulton, our friend sure. Leonard Moulton. Sure. Yeah, it was more about the cost of the movies than it was the fact that they were old movie theaters. I'm dumb. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to do some headlines. That's next on the x Rock. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Don't do it. Still probably not smart. Or what we do for love. Don't do it. Don't do it. Some people just get happy when they're drunk, Big J. And then uh, other people end up stealing stuff. Police in Arizona say that 53-year-old Melissa Hahn ran up a $150 tab at Mecca Bar and Grill, tried to pay for it with a credit card that then got declined, so she got angry at staff and customers. She swore at them. Uh, She spit on a couple of people, according to witnesses. Jeez. She then left and went to a nearby store where she got completely naked and attempted to buy some additional clothes there, but again, her credit card was declined. How it got to that point, I'm not really sure. Like, I mean, if a naked person comes up to you at your register, do you run their credit card? I mean, uh, you know, is your theory, well, if anybody needs clothes, these people do, because they're naked. I would think immediately Terminator scenario. Yeah, it would be very weird. So she got mad again, of course, and then she started knocking things over and throwing a wine glass in the store. She then left without paying, and she took about $740 worth of merchandise. Police then found her at a nearby bar drinking some more. Woo! And they arrested her on misdemeanor theft as well as other charges. So it was a rough drunk stretch for Melissa Hunt. She had herself a bad day, Big J. And decided to steal a bunch of stuff and do... I mean, how she got that far, I'm not sure. That's a pretty good run. Ripping off a bar, going to a store, getting naked, ripping off that store, and then heading to another bar? That's quite the trifecta. On a roll. Yeah. It didn't work out for her, though. Still probably not smart or what we do for love. What we do for love. Police in the United Arab Emirates have arrested a man for allegedly stealing a highly valuable newborn camel to give to his girlfriend for her birthday. The newspaper there reported Wednesday, per the AP, the owners of the baby camel reported the theft from their farm earlier this month, according to the national newspaper. Prompting to buy police to fruitlessly search the area several days later, a man called authorities to say a stray camel had wandered onto his farm almost two miles away. When interrogated, the man's story fell apart, according to the police in Dubai. He soon admitted to trespassing onto his neighbor's farm. He wanted to steal the rare breed of camel for his girlfriend. Then the girlfriend found out through the papers that the camel was stolen and was very upset about it, of course. So the gift backfired as well. And then he tried to come up with a story to return the camel, and he was called out on his lies. So uh, that's how that worked. I was starting to think about this in my head. I don't think I've ever seen a baby camel. Yeah, Yeah. they're always, yeah. Where would you? I'm not sure. 
But I've just, I, I mean, I've never thought about it. I've never really, you know, looked it up. I've never, and I, now I'm going to have to. But, like, I wonder what baby camels look like, Big J. Probably, like, little baby horse. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good guess. Do you think they have their humps already? Or do they come in later? I think they probably have a little hump. Their lovely camel humps? Wrap it up with <laughs> still probably not smart. Texas has been having a pretty tough time lately, as we discussed earlier this morning. But one man made light of the region's snowfall and cold temperatures. His name is Travis McGullum, and he posted a video to his Facebook page that showed him actually skiing on Interstate 10 in Houston while being pulled by his friend's pickup truck. The video shows him keeping a safe distance from the occasional passing vehicles on the highway and drinking a canned beverage. I'll let you guess what that is. McGollum said he didn't think his highway skiing adventure was any more dangerous than some of the official ski slopes he's tackled, and in some ways he thinks it's less dangerous because there weren't any actual trees on the highway. Get it? But, of course, uh, police are recommending that you don't go skiing on the highway because one of the things about one of the problems that Texas is having, Big J, is uh, there's no such thing as snow plows in Texas. You understand? And so the roads that have been covered in snow continue to be covered in snow and aren't going away until really the snow melts naturally. And so the highways are an absolute mess, and and people are encouraged to stay off them. But one people, a couple of people thought it'd be smart to uh, do some skiing on the highway. So they're they're recommending that they don't do that, of course. But at least he was able to have a little bit of fun with it. There's your headlines. You're officially up to date on everything. Cleopatrick, that is hometown here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And over the last couple of weeks, you have heard Jay and I talk a lot about Fast Madness. It is happening now at the Idaho Urologic Institute. It is the time of year for gentlemen across the Treasure Valley to decide, you know what? I think I'm done having kids. Vasectomy time is the way to go. Of course, with the college tournament on the way, that's another reason to help things out. And so we thought it'd be a good idea to get some questions answered from one of the doctors over there at IUI. His name is Dr. Adam Schatzi joins us on the phone right now. Thank you, Doctor, for getting up early and answering our questions about this stuff. I imagine it's a pretty time busy time of year for you, yes? Oh, absolutely. You know, lots of men like to get their vasectomies done during the college basketball tournament season. It gives them an opportunity to sit on the couch for a couple of days, relax, you know, not have any responsibilities. It's kind of funny, actually, in some parts of the country, they have a big problem with people taking a lot of time off of work during a uh, the basketball season and you can have a good excuse to do that if you get your vasectomy done that's uh that's true and and doctor what's the first concern usually your patients before they get a vasectomy uh, ask you about well i think most people are concerned with how effective it is i mean that's the biggest reason to do this is to prevent future pregnancy and it's absolutely the most uh, effective form of male contraception done properly the risk of reconnection of the two halves of the vas deferens are somewhere between 1 in 2,000 and 1 in 10,000. It's extremely effective. You can get off of uh, condom usage. Your wife doesn't have to be on birth control. Of course, people ask questions about how uncomfortable the procedure is and, you know, complications, that sort of thing. But I think the number one most concern that people have is how good is this and how is it going to work? And it's good to know that it is pretty effective. And, of course, you know, there's also the recovery time. I know there's a survival kit that IUI provides that helps out with the, the peas and that kind of stuff, and we have a little bit of fun with it. But, I mean, how, how much recovery time is required once you're done with that? Well, I usually tell people um, you want to take it pretty easy for a couple of days. Just relax on the couch, 
have uh, some Tylenol ibuprofen is usually sufficient for pain control. You're not necessarily going to hurt yourself by being active, but you can increase the risk for uh, a hematoma formation, which is basically like blood clot underneath the skin. Also, it can increase your pain. So most people recommend somewhere between one and two weeks of refraining from strenuous physical activity. Um, there is good data that that will reduce your risk of complications. And then after that, you can more or less go back to your normal life. Uh, you know, uh, Doc, it, it is one of those areas that we as men get real nervous about. Uh, you know, how often do you have to really settle somebody down and, and explain, like, this is going to be very, very safe. You don't have to worry that something bad is going to happen. You know, actually, not very often. I, I find that most men who come to me have already given it a fair amount of thought. They've decided with their partner or on their own that this is the right thing for their family and they have done research they've read on the internet or they've heard a radio interview or something and they are pretty comfortable with it only every once in a while are people kind of anxious and usually a little bit of medicine beforehand and most people are pretty calm. Dr. Adam Schatz joins us. He from the Idaho Urologic Institute. Talking about vast madness, if you want to schedule your appointment, you can at 208-639-4900. And that's exactly what uh, the good doctor is going to be doing over the course of the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. I guess the other part that, that I've always kind of I, I've wondered is how do you know when it works? Like if everything is good to go, how do you know everything is, is it has gone the way it's supposed to go? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, what we always tell people is you're not sterile until we tell you are. The, there's good data to show that you need three months <clears throat> before most of that sperm that lives in that long vas deferens tube has cleared its way out. Every once in a while, it takes up to six months to clear out all of that. The vast majority of men are good at three months. Uh, we always get a semen analysis afterwards to prove that there's no viable sperm swimming in there. Uh, and, and when that happens, Doc, do you come out and say, these pipes are clean? <laughs> you know, that's probably what I should start doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the one thing you've been missing, Doc, is a catchphrase. Of course. That's, yeah, that's... I, I, I'm all about that. <laughs> right, right. Well, one of the more common ones that I see is... Uh, all juice, no seed. That's a pretty common one. <laughs> I like it. See, yep. you can have some fun with it. It is it is a very good thing that you're doing, Doc, and I'm sure a very uh, busy time of year that you guys have over there at IUI. And, again, if you want more information, you want to schedule an appointment, uh, 208-639-4900. Dr. Adam Schatz, uh, one of the doctors out there that is taking care of business for Vast Madness. And thank you for, for humoring us. Thank you for answering our questions and, and educating us a little bit about this stuff because it is a, a serious thing, a good thing, and a very serious safe thing that you do and we appreciate your time doctor absolutely thank you for having me morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x got a uh, 25 dollars gift card to section 37 axe uh yeah section 37 axe room axe room we're having a real problem right there uh that's what we have a gift card for you they got three locations here in the treasure valley to go through some axes it's a lot of fun they got leagues that's even more fun. Maybe join up. You'll find out uh, here if you can uh, guess Bad Impressions. 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has got three clues. They all point to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who exactly those clues are pointing to, then congratulations. You're chucking an axe and a big ball of wood courtesy of us. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Bo. All right, Bo, you're up first. My career in Hollywood started way too young with movies like E.T. and Firestarter. Next one. Adam Sandler and I became great friends with a Wedding Singer and eventually doing 50 First Dates together. 
Drew Barrymore. There you go. Drew Good job, Bo. Hang on one second. We'll get you that Section 37 Axe Room gift card coming your way. What was Clue 3 just for fun? My gal pals Lucy Liu and Cameron Diaz brought Charlie's Angels to the big screen. She was a pop culture SmackDown question answer not too long ago, and now she's a bad impression. How come? Yeah, uh, she has her own talk show now, her own daytime talk show. Very true. And this is something I think we can applaud, Nick. Uh, she ha- had been uh, talking uh, about plastic surgery, and she has said she is not going to be getting anything done to her face all right she and she would like to try not to she said that the uh, thing that i do care about and i do feel is still relevant to my life is the face i know myself and i'm a highly addictive person uh and i do one injection i'm gonna look like jocelyn wilderstein by friday i don't know who that is i don't either but i'm gonna guess it looks pretty messed up <laughs> uh awesome news also, sad state of affairs when somebody says they're not going to get plastic surgery and it becomes new. Yeah, and she wants to make it clear she's not, you know, coming at this in a way of judgment or anything. Uh, she just feels that, you know, listen, uh, we're going to age and it's okay. Yeah. Look at so, us, Big J. We're older. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and then, you know, it's one of those things where you see some of these aging actresses and it's a tough world, man, uh, for them to be in and all the demands and stuff that they've had to go through in their life. But, uh, th- they just don't look like the same person anymore. Even. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs that they feel that that's the situation they have to be in and they live in a world that, well, that well, has forced to do into that. that. Right. Right. Yeah. It I mean, it's, it's awful. Uh, natural is the way to go. Highly recommend. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. That is Wolfgang Van Halen. That is Distance. And that's going to wrap up the old Morning After with Nick and Big J here on this Friday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. We got to learn a little bit about Big J's baby preppers theory, which is nice. That's what I'm calling it, Big J. I <laughs> surmised your life lesson in the baby prepping. Great. Uh, not prepping uh, for a baby coming, but meanwhile uh, doing uh, preparations for the end-all, be-all in small but manageable terms. Of course, we also had a chance to uh, learn a little bit about the uh, the X text line. Thank you very much. Uh, we talked in headlines about how neither of us had seen a baby camel. Next thing you know, we have a ton of pictures of baby camels on the yeah. X text line. So it was very nice to uh, to have that. We appreciate your interaction and showing us some very cute and some very weird-looking baby camels. Yeah, not all of them are cute. No, no, no. It's not a home run for everybody, but uh, it certainly was nice to see what uh, what baby camels look like. Uh, all of that could have been solved with a simple Google image search, but we appreciate you guys doing the work for us. Amen. Of course, uh, we also had a chance to talk to uh, Dr. A- Adam Shatter as well about the fun that was the uh, IUI Vast Madness. Thank you very much for spending time with us. We appreciate that, too. Uh, We will see you guys on Monday. Hopefully, you have a very good weekend. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Yeah, we look towards the next holiday, which is St. Patrick's Day, Nick. And Jamison Whiskey paying people 50 bucks to take off of work on St. Patrick's Day. They have uh, uh, encouraging people to uh, take SPTO, St. Patrick's Time Off, to kick back and celebrate. It's also offering adults ages 21 and up to enter a limited time sweepstakes for a chance to win 50 bucks to use in their day off. So you can do that at uh, Jameson Whiskey. Well, I mean, I guess it's all nice and good, but like that doesn't counteract how much money you're losing if you take the day off. You know, you should be making, hopefully, I would hope, more than $50 Ooh, yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sure. <laughs> so you're kind of losing out on the whole deal, but I, I understand what they're trying to do. And I do appreciate it. So uh, if you're looking for 50 bucks, you have to take a day, a vacation day, of so course. So I'll be putting in my day off well, request. Luck. Enjoy your 50 bucks. 
Uh, <laughs> next set of extra. Hey, I get paid time off. Now. Brought to you by Team Mazda. Uh, this Saturday, 2 to 4, Caldwell Event Center, virtual remote with Team Mazda and the pre owned Superstore because they're going indoors this weekend at the Caldwell Event Center for not just any team indoor sale. It is the indoor everything super sale. Four days only going on through Sunday, February 18th through the 21st. And make sure you tune in tomorrow from 2 to 4 to hear Big J and Aaron talk about all the deals. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you guys Monday. It's the X Rocks.